This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hello listeners, Chris Hambling here. Um, you'll probably be able to tell straight away. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing. But rest assured, you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. We won't have a regular review show this week. Unfortunately, there's a little bit of illness going around um, back of the nest towers. Um, don't think we've got the coronavirus as a group, but hey, who knows? Um, so obviously, I didn't want to leave you with nothing. Um, main focus for in terms of a review this week will be done on Wednesday night on Love Sport. So that's live 9 till 10 p.m. If you want to check that one out, you can listen um, online or podcast will follow shortly afterwards. And of course, the preview boys will be looking ahead to the Everton game later in the week as well. I dare say they'll have a fair bit to say around what's going on at the club at the moment. Um, but I didn't want to leave you with absolutely nothing. It won't be particularly long. Um, you know, you get this explanation as to why uh, we haven't got a review show. But you'll also get some of my thoughts um, on, I mean, first of all, the game. I'll, I'll, I'll mention that now. Not a terrible performance by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, first half, really good actually. Um, just you know everything but creating some meaningful chances, which I guess you can probably say happens a fair bit. Um, but I thought we were comfortably the better side uh, if you look at the full 90 minutes. But I think most people will recognise that the concerning part of the game was our reaction to, to going behind. And... Um, Obviously a terrible mistake from, from uh, Bethente Guaita. Roy quite rightly pointing out that he doesn't need to apologise because he's just been brilliant for us. Um, these things happen and unfortunately when a mistake happens to a goalkeeper, 
invariably it ends up in a goal but a, a horrible moment but he made some crucial sh saves after that as well so I don't really think we can we need to focus too much on that and, and, in real and the reality is if that game is, is looked at in isolation it's bad luck one of those things uh, and we move on and we try and take the positives from from what was a um, you know a good performance with some players coming back and, um, and and look to try and put it right against Everton and perhaps that is the, the sensible option but I think it coming so soon after just a dreadfully disappointing transfer window again uh, it just serves serves to highlight what seems to be some real problems going on at the club at the moment uh, those of you that were with us for the two-hour transfer deadline show will know by the end of that you know we were all very much pretty downbeat and, and, and quite angry that yet again Palace has gone through a transfer window and just done minimal business you know signing one player who again unluckily was was out injured and, and failing in various other deals and seeing you know a fair few go out the door um, and that just sort of feeds that, that level of anxiety and that level of frustration and you know we look at the, the rest of the season and all we've really got to hope for is trying to limp home you know get to those 40 points and, and as every game passes you know this whole attitude of oh we've, we've got we've got the points on the board it's not a problem it starts to kind of dissipate that little bit um, so yeah definitely frustrating for everyone at the moment and really really tough to take so um, I think apologies for the for the background noise I'm, I'm doing this in my my living room and my living room backs directly onto a street so you'll get to hear the wonderful people of Reading in the background generally talking shouting littering kicking things around so apologies for that try to ignore that um, but I'll uh, I'll keep going so look the um, I, I put something on Twitter just after the game finished um, you know again anything anyone posts on Twitter I think just after a game you do have to take it with a pinch of salt because it, it is very very much a reactive comment but I try to be fairly even about it but I, you know I, I nailed my colours to the mast and said like, I think I, I'm honestly done with, with Roy as manager of Crystal Palace um, I got you know plenty of comments back and in support some some against but lots of discussion but you know I was taken to task by one or two as well and um, the age old thing trotted out and I will caveat this by saying I, I dare say I've said this to other people as well when they've suggested managers should leave in the past um, but I was told that I shouldn't be t saying a manager should get the sack if I don't have a solution for who should come in next and I was trying to make the point that it's not really up to me to to come up with that solution and it the idea that there's this arbitrary criteria that I can't make I can't say I've had enough of one manager unless I've got a whole strategy in place to replace him um, it's faintly ridiculous I mean if, if you went to a restaurant and had a bad meal and a, a you know and then kept going back and kept getting the same meal and eventually you said oh hey restaurant manager I think I think you should probably get rid of that chef mate because he's doing a terrible job and the manager went yeah I'd do that if you can tell me which chef should replace him you'd probably be a bit confused um, poor analogy perhaps but you know what I mean that's where that's where my mind is at the moment and for what it's worth I you know I do think that uh, you know there are managers out there but it's difficult you know we we you know I'm speaking personally but in general most of most Palace fans are focused on watching Premier League football um, specifically Palace matches so we really don't have the the level of knowledge 
about managers outside of managers who've managed in the Premier League. You know, managers who've recently managed in the Premier League with decent reputations, who've seen to put good teams together. I guess David Wagner's one who sort of springs to mind. Not a fan of Marco Silva, but, you know, Dyche has done a great job at Burnley. But is he the right fit? You know, th these are the things that we think about. But if you look at the sort of the managers that are starting to really make an impact on the game, you know, look into the championship as well. You know, these are managers that are not necessarily, you know, on, on the lips of fans when there's a vacancy at their club. And, and really that's what, you know, we're talking about. We've got a manager in place now, hugely experienced, in the main has done a fantastic job. But personally, I just think we've reached that point now where he's not going to change. We've, we've not given him anything different to work with anyway. I don't, I don't think it's going to be in his interest or our interest for him to carry on next year. So let's let's start that process now. Let's, you know, that's that's where I was after the game, and I believe, you know, in all honesty, I've kind of lost the confidence that we're going to put the points on the board um, to to you know comfortably stay in the league, as everyone seems to be thinking right now. It's you know, I think it's you know, we're six points off the bottom, um, and we've won three games in in. 18 matches I think it is one win in 11 you know those are the things that you need to look at when you're thinking about how your team's doing um, you know we've struggled with the performances for a while but it's always been with that comfort of hooray you know we've got the points on the board anyway it might not be pretty but we're getting the results but lately the results aren't there either and the biggest concern is we've still got this problem at home we're approaching games as if we're the underdog every single time we're putting out three def defensive central midfielders into a game and then asking them to get forward when you know realistically speaking you'd, you'd like to see something change in terms of the setup in terms of the formation in terms of the personnel to try and do something that little bit different um, I think I saw statistically in the first half 71% of our attacks went down the left hand side um, you know through Wilfred Zaha and you know the give it to Wilf tactic. Everyone knows we're going to do it. Um, and if anything, Sheffield United didn't really do a good enough job first half of keeping keeping hold of him. But they changed that second half and completely nullified our threat. And yet again, we had the thing that where we didn't start really putting any proper crosses into the box until we took Benteke off. It's um it's maddening. But anyway, I'm going to wrap this up uh, before I ramble on too much longer. I just thought I'd give some context to some of my comments on Twitter. I think. You know, we talked an awful lot on, on the transfer show about where the club's going and short-termism and, you know, the, the disconnect between manager and board. And I think that's, you know, that kind of dissatisfaction from fans is obviously gathering pace at the moment. But what I will end with is saying, I've seen a few petitions and people talking about protests and all that kind of stuff. We're not there, guys. Come on. It's... You know, if all the things we've been through as Palace supporters, and I understand there, there may be a, a fairly significant proportion of people who, you know, don't know any different, who have, you know, not been been Palace fans for long enough to understand how things have been in the past, but we're not there, you know, we're not, in terms of crisis, <laughs> in terms of being a Palace fan and going, seeing the club go through a crisis, this really isn't one of those. Um, it's just a case of, I think this is a, a period of time where probably a season or two from now we'll look back on and say it was a massive missed opportunity and that's where my frustration lies and those old enough and experienced enough will know probably the last time we could say that properly uh, was sort of around 93, 94 where we finished third in the league 
uh, 92-93 season, I think it was. Um, and we just did not kick on. And then we sold our best players. And then, you know, the lack of investment, the lack of interest from the board in, in building on what we'd achieved um, eventually led to the team falling down the league and Steve Koppel leaving. And that you look back at that, and that was a huge missed opportunity for the club to properly establish itself to be this sort of dominant south of the river club. Um, and we're probably there again at the moment. So there you go. That's what I think, you know, that's where I sum up where my frustration is. But the main thing is, you know, I will continue to back the club. I'll continue to back whichever manager's there. Um, you know, and that's all we can do as fans. We can support the club through, through what is going to be a tough time. And all we've got is our hope that um, we stay in the league. Come the summer, we're able to invest in the squad freshen things up and, and you know go into next season with a new approach but got a battle on our hands right now to make sure we don't get sucked down into that relegation battle any more than we already have um, anyway so check out the love sport review of the Sheffield United game Wednesday night live or the podcast following it um, preview show we'll look at the Everton game and we will be back to review the Everton game on the Sunday next week cheers thank you bye the TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.